So yeah, this is Gigi. Um, our podcast is called The Wood at the Table, like we said. And it's basically just an open discussion um, to talk about different topics and talk about um, being a Christian and living a Christian lifestyle while in this world. And just different topics that come to mind in our everyday lives. So that's what we really um, wanted to start this podcast because we just wanted um, just like a open forum where we can just talk about different things and hopefully you can relate to it too if something that you've gone through or um, a topic we discussed that you feel like is relatable you can just you know listen and I didn't I guess yeah <laughs> and that's it and um, today our topic will be led by Mikael oh okay I th- are we doing a bag of questions first yes Okay, cool. Right? Before we go into the topic, we are doing a segment called A Bag of Questions, where we pick a question from a bag, and then we'll all weigh in. Okay. (sighs) What do you think happens after we die? Um, Where do these questions come from? Uh, you, you, you internet okay. and random thoughts. Okay. Um, I think after we die, we do have a judgment. Um, you know, depending on what you do in this life will depend on your afterlife. That's my thoughts on it. Anybody else? I mean, I think when we die, we just die. Um, nothing happens until judgment day. Like, that's when something... I don't know what, what happens to our soul, like, in the meantime. Like, if we if I die today and, like, the coming... Jesus doesn't come back until, like, 100 years from now. Like, what's my soul doing for 100 years? I don't know. So that's where I feel like the concept of time and spirituality have, like, like discrepancies and stuff like that. Because, like, when people are like, oh, God made the earth in... No, God made everything in seven days. And they're like, ooh, you know, like, and where the dinosaurs come and, like, fossil fuels and gas and stuff like that. So I feel like spiritually, because once you die, you're no longer in this regular, like, realm or whatever, right? So mm-hmm. you transcend that. I'm speaking like I wrote a, read a book about it. But, like, in my opinion, I feel mm-hmm. like you transcend that. And, like, the, the concept of time is no longer, like, linear, you know? So it's like, like... 150 years could pass or whatever right but in your mindset you died and jesus is like hey girl you know so that's kind of but are you aware of your existence as a spirit or as a soul like are you aware that you're so, in existence okay whatever that is correct me if i'm wrong the spirit right the spirit is what you, like your faith and like like that's your spirit like that's what you have to like clean right and your soul is your personality right like your body is obviously your body. Yeah. I don't. I never thought there was a difference between your spirit and your soul, but I could be wrong. I think there is a difference because it's like, it's like creating me a new spirit, right? Is clean heart, clean heart. But like, I think your spirit and your soul are separate because, like, if you are, like, if you're, if you're turning over a new leaf and you're like you know giving your life to god and stuff like that like wouldn't your soul kind of stay the same because you're still you but your spirit is more like enlightened 
Yeah, but I think when we, like, when you turn your, when you turn away, like, when you become a Christian, I think we're, we become born again, which mm -hmm. supposedly we're not the same person. Like, mm. you're not the same person anymore. Mm. So. Yeah, supposed to be. Yeah, like, your soul should be this renewed soul. Yeah. And, like, even the desires of your hearts will change. Mm -hmm. Like, the things that you used to enjoy are not the same things that you'll enjoy. You won't find pleasure in the same <coughs> things. So, but, I mean, I, th I always thought of soul and spirit as one thing. But, so. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Oh, we're doing one-on-one -on -one question? Yeah, everybody take a question. Oh. All right, second question. Oh, how do you know when God is speaking to you? Oh, that's a good question. Ew, hold on, I'm getting... <laughs> Let me get ready for this. <laughs> well, I think... Um, like you I, can't answer the question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, oh, and you have to answer, I have to answer, answer your question. Okay, how do you know when God is speaking to you? I feel... Oh, this is... I, I feel like this is hard because it's like... How do you know when it's your own inclinations? Like... As opposed to, like, like, your own inclinations, your own worries, your own anxieties, as opposed to, like, you know, like, a supernatural being being like, hey, this is what I want you to do, or whatever. Like, it, like if somebody's like, oh, um, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to take that class anymore. It's stressing me out. God doesn't want me to take that. Like, how do you know it's not just you being, like, you're not weathering the storm as opposed to God, like, no, it's, it's time for you to, to get out, you know? Like, I still don't know, like, like, how do you know when you, like, when God is speaking to you? But maybe it's because it's, like, maybe it'll be a series of signs. If you can't, like, really discern the voice of God, like, off the bat like that, like, maybe he'll treat you like Jonah and, like, kind of give you so many signs so he's just like, alright, no, this is literally what I want you to do right now, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. For I think that it's hard for you to um, know the voice of God if you're not connected to God. So if you're not a person who's constantly, like, in meditation or in, like, seeking God's presence all the time, like, it's hard to discern your own desires or your own opinions versus God's opinion because mm -hmm. and the other thing is if if you were to get a word and you think that it's from God I think you should you shouldn't just act on it right there like you should pray about it and try to see like if you can get more of more clarity on that question or whatever thing that you think that God is telling you yeah for me it's it's always been like a feeling like I will feel it like it's like a burning feeling and mm -hmm. I'm like okay this is this is something God is trying to tell me and also like if if it's more than one person telling me something and these people never talk to each other and mm -hmm. somehow they were all telling me the same thing I think it's God Mm. and you what's scary is that like sometimes when that like that same scenario happens I'm like is this God or is this a test like is this like are these instructions or is, is this like a test like if it's like i don't know shoes and i'm like like i'm like oh you know i don't know if i should get these shoes or not and everybody's like oh girl you should get those shoes you, you should you should get those shoes or whatever right and is that god telling me you should get those shoes or is it like should i be like no 
I shouldn't. You know, no, like I think you'll feel it. You'll feel like if it's right or wrong. I don't know how to explain it, but like you'll feel like okay, I'm doing the wrong thing. Like it, you just feel. Yeah. It. I mean, I think so. Like uh, I forget which verse that says that you should test the things against the word. Mm. Like you should test it against the word of God. Like if it doesn't align with God's word, then it's definitely not God. Um, and also, I think it's Psalm one that says. Like, you shouldn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Yeah. Like, if, if somebody is, if people, it's not, and when it says the counsel of the ungodly, it's not necessarily non-Christians, mm-hmm. because that. Christians could give you counsel that's ungodly, mm-hmm. and people who have never heard of Christ can give you counsel that's very rooted in the word. So mm-hmm. I think it's always going back to the word and checking to see if whatever that thing is aligns with the word and again that comes with being connected like it's hard to discern god when you don't know god yeah because even like as you said like christian people could lead you astray just like with um with david and like when he was hiding from saul yep yeah when he was hiding from saul they like used the bible they were like oh god Mm -hmm. said this that and a third or right and like he knew he was like Nah, that's not what God wants me to do. Or even Satan when he was tempting Jesus. Testing Jesus, Jesus. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that was Satan. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like, he's just like, let me be great. Let me be great. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if you think about it, like, if if we, if you think, like, if you know a couple of verses and you're kind of, like, mm-hmm. wishy-washy and somebody throws, like, a million verses at you and sort of tries to like shape your yeah. thought on a certain thing like they could convince you that oh yeah that's totally what god wants yeah that's totally yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right oh yeah so this next question Thank you. unless do we have other opinions <laughs> ominous voice huh. is forgiveness earned or given is it it's earned? not earned. Oh. Earned, oh. <laughs> <laughs> earned or given? Um, I mean, I, I'm a little. I don't know if I like the word given, but um, I don't think that it can be earned. Um, I don't think it's earned. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if somebody is not remorseful for something bad that they did, like it, you, you should just still forgive. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It's like when that person that is it is a parable in the Bible where like somebody owes the king money or whatever and the the king's like okay I forgive you and they're like okay thanks king and then they walk outside is this from the Bible or is this just a story that Haitians I'm, I'm trying to okay well I'm continuing to see if I if I can keep track but like the, the person walks out the um, walks out the palace and they see somebody that owes them money and then they shake that person down on the way and the king's like so I forgave you but you being petty and you can't forgive somebody else Mm-hmm. Is that from the Bible there or is that just something, something like that? Yeah, from the Bible. Like that. Yeah, yeah. that's from the Bible, right? Exactly yeah. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, I never read it, but like people say that all the time, you know? Yeah. Like, like the king is supposed to be God and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think forgiveness, uh, it's something that has to be worked on, like within yourself, because sometimes you could say you forgive someone and you don't, mm-hmm. and it's just there. So I think that's something that you have to work on. And especially if, let's just say, if it's like in a relationship, whether it's a friendship or, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, 
it's like the other person has to work with you too like it can't just be like oh i'm sorry and then you keep doing it so i think like we both have to work on whatever the issue was and you know move forward from it but um i think that's like it's a process to me i think it's a process i mean though like in the instance that you say a friendship or a relationship like if for instance i think you did something wrong to me but you don't think you did anything wrong to me and you can't see my point like but i should even if i think that you did that wrong thing to me and you don't see it i should still forgive you even if you yeah are not working on it yeah right so like i feel like your advice is good for like if you're talking in like the real world sense like yeah in the real world that's how you solve problems Mm -hmm. but like for to benefit your own spiritual life you have to like you have to forgive like you like it's not it's not easy or whatever especially like when you deal with like serious stuff like like um there was this there was this uh facebook post that i saw this girl i follow on facebook she was like oh um i she came from this like this like really rural town in like um down south and she moved up to like Michigan like that's where she has her ministry now mm-hmm. whatever and she like completely left her life down south behind and stuff like that and the reason why she left her life down south is because she used to get raped by her father a lot or mm-hmm. rape and she started her ministry there and she's like you know doing all this work and then one day her father right comes in like you know trying to praise and like he's like oh I want to give my life to God and she's like this was such a huge test because like what am I going to be petty and be like these are not her words but she's like what am I going to be petty and like turn him away mm-hmm. and stuff like that like 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 but the, like my God put me on this earth to save souls and this is a, definitely a soul that needs to be saved or whatever right so like you have to put away your own personal feelings and like that's because that's what God calls you to do like mm-hmm. the real world be like no don't forgive him that he's a horrible person or whatever right but the spirit call like he it requires more of you you know yeah yeah that's that's right right? yeah that's hard right because like how do you do that or whatever wow and i think also like something like that i I think when you think about it like when you forgive someone if it's a friend or husband and wife or whatever like maybe you can forgive someone but not you don't have to be in the same relationship with that person or the same kind of relationship or same kind of friendship yeah like you have to redefine that friendship too it's not that you're holding anything against them you just know like now i know more you know yeah Yeah. it's like if a person keeps stealing money from you or whatever right now i know that i can't like like i forgive you like whatever but i'm not gonna lend you money anymore that's why i hate you it doesn't mean like i'm redefining this relationship yeah yeah, and I think also that comes into, like, communication. Like, if you, if if something did, if someone does something wrong to you and you go to them and say, this is what you did to me, and they're, com- like, they're aware of where you stand, and even if they don't want to see eye to eye, um, like, but they're aware of where you stand. So, like, if they come back to you, for instance, like, with the money situation, and they're like, oh, I need to borrow $100, and you're like, I'm sorry, but we went over this, mm-hmm. and I can't give it to you, even mm-hmm. if. I have it or whatever. Yeah. Like they like they understand where you're coming from. Like your point your like your viewpoint is clear. I think that's the way to operate in forgiveness. Although mm-hmm. it's again easier said than done. Oh of course, of yeah. course. Yeah. It's like somebody telling you about a 
like a great diet to lose all this weight. You're like, oh, I see what you're saying, but like, when it comes to me actually doing it, I'm gonna need the strength. Yeah, I'm gonna need the strength. Yeah. Okay. So I guess now we'll jump into our topic of the day, our discussion topic. Um, like we said earlier, today's topic is on the purpose of pain. Um, this topic came from um, just the thought about like why do we have to feel pain like why do do we have to go through like that difficult situation or that difficult um, experience in our lives like what purpose does it serve um, and I just want everyone to chime in whatever you mm-hmm. want like wh- what do you think wh- why do you think we suffer um, why do we have to feel pain I think pain is when, like, it helps you grow. Like, during the pain, it's horrible and it sucks. But at the same time, it's like when you get through it, it's like you, I guess you know what you're made of, made of when you get through it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would say we go through pain. The process is horrible. And I think, you know, you can't see what you're going through as a positive when you're going through it. But once you get out of it, in retrospect, you kind of realize, okay, I went through this, and I knew, I now know this about myself, and I know what to do in a sense for making better decisions in the future, mm-hmm. things like that. So I think that's why we go through it, but it's just, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you think, like, our, I think our prayer, or my prayer, when I'm going through something that is not pleasant, I say, God, take that feeling away so that I don't feel the pain or that Mm -hmm. um, difficulty. What do you think about that? Is that the way we're supposed to pray when we're in pain? Are we supposed to ask God, just take this away? I mean, if you're in pain, you're not like, (laughs) like, that's what you're going to do. But maybe maybe the purpose of it um, is when you're in pain, you seek something to like alleviate it. So like maybe it's like I'm not saying like like it's always 100% this is the way but like maybe God allows you to go through that so you can seek him more like like you yeah. know you need me so like like you know like not like in a in a bad way but just like you need to lean more on me yeah. or whatever right so this doesn't happen again you know like you keep straying so like mm-hmm. let me like he doesn't put you through pain for like the the malicious effect, but it's just like kind of like see what happens when you stray. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have the verse here in First Peter four, verse twelve and thirteen. It says, "Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come unto you to test you, as though something strange were to happen were happening to you, but rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ." so that you you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed like experiencing pain um like you said it it sort of tells you that you need to lean on god it also tells you like the the areas of your life where mm-hmm. you need god because as human beings we we are so forgetful like if we don't experience pain like sometimes we think of ourselves as invincible mm-hmm. so like pain reminds us that we're human and there's a a god who's a great healer that can heal and comfort us 
and it forces us to lean on him um, in those times. And as uh, it says in, in this verse, like, there's no way that um, pain will ever stop. Like, yeah. difficulties in life will always happen. They, they have to come and they will come. And, and they're just for the, they're just there to serve as a way for us to better ourselves and to, and once we get through it, like, we can learn through those experiences and, like, we use it as an opportunity to get closer to God. Right. right. Yeah. I have a really random off-topic question. Like, this is super off-topic. Go ahead. But do you think God can change his mind? Um, no. Do you think he, like, his mind is able to be changed? No. Then, okay. <laughs> so then why... Wh- okay, if God can't change his mind, right... Um, he can, but I don't think he does. Okay, yeah, if God doesn't change his mind, then, like, what was the point of the flood, right? What was the point of Job and Abraham, and Abraham's like, wait, was it Job? No, yeah, it was Job. Job was like, oh, you know, let me see if I can convince you to save Sodom and Gomorrah and stuff like that. Like, what was the point of that? What's the point of intercessory prayer or whatever, right? You know how people are like, oh, prayer changes things. Changes what? God's mind? Like, you know, like, this is something that I think... It's a very deep question. Um, I think that God knows the beginning and the end. Of course, like, yeah. He knows everything. Like he, he. I think he sets things up so that like they just um, like they happen. Like, um, I, I, like I'm not sure what like the the way to phrase this, but I think like. For instance, with the flood, like, God knew that he was going to do that anyway, and he knew that we were going to be here today. Mm-hmm. Like, then what's the point What's the point of the rainbow? Oh, just to say? It wasn't like an yeah, I'm sorry. I think, I think it's the development of mankind. Like, even if you, if you look at, like, things that um, Adam went through back in the day, <laughs> if you want to <laughs> say that, and, like, <laughs> in our world today, like, or even if you look at Paul and Peter and what, like the, those disciples, like mm-hmm. they were in a time and they had the word of God. But like as we evolve, like mankind evolves, like we're experiencing more and more of God. Like it's not that he's changing, but I think like it's all a part of the puzzle. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think our purpose is to is to be one with God. That's just like. That's just part of things that happen along the way. Like, those things happen so that, like, today, things are happening today. Like, it's, I don't know if the Bible is still being written. Like, we don't know. I always wondered that. But, like, Like, that's just like, you know. It could be. It could be still, like, our stories today could be part of the Bible, quote unquote. But, um, yeah, I think it's just, it's like the evolution of mankind for the greater purpose that we can't even fathom yeah i feel like god looks at the world like looks at the end i feel like he just looks at like he just knows what the end is mm-hmm. and it's like when we're in it we're like what like what is going on mm-hmm. why is this happening why <laughs> and i feel like god is like relax like calm down i got you and it's like we don't see the bigger picture so i feel like we just see a little piece of it may look crazy to us 
I like in God's eyes, what we're thinking is normal looks crazy. Yeah. Because he's already seeing the end. He's not necessarily seeing the process of it. What's the saying? It's like, um, what's normal to the spider is chaos to the bug. Oh. Yeah. But anyway. But, um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. but uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, so like, what if God, like God knows the beginning and the end. But what if the middle is kind of like not dependent on us but like dependent on like our intercessory prayer like like can we convince him or something i don't know because like people always do say oh we need intercessory prayer and stuff like that you know we have to be watchmen and stuff like that and i'm like for what like like not for what but like what is the point if god like if we're already christians right like i understand the power of prayer but what are you trying to change with this prayer, you know? I mean, for instance, like, if we bring it back to pain, like, if you're going through something mm-hmm. and you're asking, like, you're praying in that season of pain, like, it gets you through it. Like, maybe maybe if you weren't praying, you would commit suicide or you would hurt yourself mm-hmm. or, like, you would resort on other things or become a drug addict like very extreme but like there's um i i think like even if if like you have a a sick family member or something and you you are praying for that person's healing if it's not god's god's will to heal that person Mm -hmm. no matter how, how hard you pray yeah that's what i always wonder that person will not be healed if that's in god's plan for the person not to be healed how does my prayer change it or not? It, I mean, but I... You know I what I'm saying? It does. It does. Huh? it does. I don't think it does. I don't if think... That's yeah. The plan, if that's that, the like, plan. I feel like when you pray, you have to pray with faith, and you also have to pray with acceptance. You have to know that this can happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not in my will. It's in God's will. So then... Okay, so when I... when I, I do believe in the power of prayer, but not in a sense where, like, it's, like, magic or something. Yeah. Am I... Okay, okay. I felt, like, bad for saying that. Mm-hmm. But, like... Like when when I when you pray, like I feel like you need to you know um, praise God, like that should be part of your prayer, and then you ask for guidance and like try to connect with Him better and stuff like that. But people are like, oh, intercessory prayer, let's pray for the people in Haiti, so this doesn't happen again. And I'm like, how how are we gonna do that? How I mean, are we gonna do that, guys? Like, and the how? other thing is, I think like if you have a sick loved one, or if you have. Um, if you have a situation that you feel like you need to pray for for this thing to for like a resolution or for like something better to happen it's not going to change god's mind but i think those situations like it gives us that desire like it brings that up that desire in us to pray mm-hmm. and i don't think if you have that desire to pray i don't think you should ignore it because maybe mm-hmm. god is using that situation to work in you Okay. And to show himself to you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah we, we can't, it, it's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's, we can't, we don't know the full picture. So, exactly. like, whatever he puts in our heart, like, we really have to obey. Oh my God. Yeah. This is going to be like, I feel really bad for bringing this up. But, like, this is unrecorded. This is recording. Uh, so, I'm not going to say any, I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> and we're probably going to have to edit this out. But, like, okay, do you remember when we were kids? We were kids, like, um, middle school? Middle school? No, 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 high school. And our pastor at the time prayed, Mm. right? 
And he made a big deal about that. He was like, you know, if we keep doing, we're going to save her life. And da 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 da. Literally, like the next month, she passed away. And yeah. I'm like, that caused like such a rip in the church. Like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness. So, like, instances like that, I feel like it's not right to be like, that's kind of like testing God a little bit, right? Like, you're going to save my wife, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, we, we can't we be so arrogant. <laughs> We can't be so arrogant to think that we could bargain with God. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, even if sometimes you're like, oh, God, I'm going to stop this one thing so you can do this other thing for me. You can't. You can't, you can't bargain with God. Like, yeah, no. Yeah, like, you can't. I'll stop going to chat house. <laughs> yeah, like, you, if you, like, yeah, you can't bargain with God. Like, his mind is, his word is the same yesterday as it was uh-huh. 50 100 a thousand a million years ago like it's the same that's another thing okay why do christians think that the earth is only six thousand years old i have no idea <laughs> do we agree that it's way older than that yes like they'll go ham they'll be like no the bible says and i'm like but maybe it's not, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because I don't know how, what to say with that. You know? Like, it's I don't know what to say with that. Yeah, that's a big discussion. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, how do you explain these dead dinosaurs and da 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 And I'm like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, again, it's the same thing that you said earlier. Like, we, we say that God made the mm-hmm. earth we created the earth in seven days seven days to god is yeah what, to, uh, it could have been seven million years yeah i think it's a misinterpretation yeah, like, i don't think just, the earth is literally six thousand years old yeah like, it's just how we see it how we conceive it in our little minds like mm-hmm. we can't right. we can't see it yeah yeah anyway so i guess we'll close this the purpose of pain so <laughs> things <laughs> things that <laughs> Sorry, um <laughs> let's see <laughs> so we we spoke about the purpose of pain and we said that um experiencing pain brings attention to the areas of our lives that needs healing and that needs um god's attention and it makes us uh rely on him for for support um pain ushers in god as our healer um it gives us dependence on him and it gives us another opportunity to seek him. Um, so when we're in, when we're experiencing pain, it's not the our prayer shouldn't be to ask God to take it away, but just to ask God to get us through it, and to ask Him to um, to to show us what we're supposed to be learning from mm-hmm. this pain. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah. So. Uh, like a lack of pain awareness is not would not be a blessing because if mm-hmm. you're not aware of where you're hurting you can't address it to heal it so it's like when you have gangrene and you don't know that you're supposed to amputate right, exactly because you can't so, feel like <laughs> so you need you need to feel pain in order to mm-hmm. heal um, oh i love that yeah yeah that's about to be my facebook status <laughs> So, some questions to consider in your quiet time. Um, when you're praying or meditating, just ask yourself, like, where where do I feel battered or where, where do I feel pain? And also think about your coping mecha- mechanisms when you feel pain. 
And um, also question if those coping methods align with the Word of God. And you'll most likely see that those coping mechanisms only offer temporary relief yeah. and it's not anything that is lasting. Mm-hmm. Um, and where do you hide? And are you hiding places, places that, again, aligned with the Word of God? And ask God to give you courage to face your pain head-on and heal whatever wounds you have so that you can move forward unbroken. Amen. Um, thanks for tuning in. Bye.